The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks. Plays it into Trey. Two seconds, one. Trey Slaughter. Rip his heart out, I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal in Michigan, most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynch is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander, he's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston, I'm Jack Dempsey, there's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw, there's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous, my defense is impregnable, and I'm just ferocious. I want your heart, I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. You are now listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast with your host. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawks Beat Podcast. Merry Christmas, guys. Merry Christmas to each and every one of you guys. I hope your day was wonderful. I hope it was filled with lots of smiles and gifts and and all of that good stuff, man. We just want to wish you guys a very, very Merry Christmas. And um, yeah, man, we here. We here. We working on a set. We working on a Christmas because there was Hawks basketball today. And um, listen, it, it wasn't the game that we thought it was going to be uh, because of all of these uh, protocols, because of guys out. But uh, there was still basketball nonetheless. There was still basketball nonetheless. And the Hawks traveled up to New York to take on the uh, New York Knickerbockers. They fall short 180. Well, about, I was about to say 187. You guys got to bear with me. I'm, I got some holiday drink in me. So I am. Uh, <laughs> We're going to make it through this together. All right. We're going to make it through this together. Let me do this again. The Knicks topple the Hawks 101 to 87. That sound better. Uh, yeah, man, there, there's lots of things to talk about in this game. But first and foremost, let me just get rid of some of this housekeeping. First of all, um, Hawksbeat Podcast, and I am your host, Edub. We are presented by the Minute Media Podcast Network. And uh, we're thrilled to just be the official Hawks podcast of that network, man. So make sure you guys check out Minute Media. They they own sites like the Players Tribune, Fan Sided. Um, and, a, and a plethora of other sites, man. They do good work, and we are uh, thrilled to be a part of that network. But 
a big part of what we do is on the social media front. So connect with this, connect with this, connect with this on your social media. I know uh, you guys are on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You're on something, right? You're on something. And we want you to connect with us while you're on your network. So um, if you're on Twitter and Instagram, our name is at HawksBeat. That's all one word. It sounds like it's spelled at HawksBeat. Uh, on Facebook, just search the HawksBeat and you'll find us there. And uh, that's how you can connect with us, man. We love interacting with our fans and our listeners. And uh, make sure you subscribe to the podcast as well. So, boom, let's get into it, man. Let's get into it. We're not going to waste no time. We're not going to waste no time. All right. So, the Atlanta Hawks in a game that was supposed to be one of the marquee games. I know for us. I know folks that cover the Hawks. You know, this was big, right? This was a big game for the Hawks back in Madison Square Garden. Uh, the return of Trey Young after the bow. You know, a lot of those Knicks fans are still salty. <laughs> They're putting them away in the fashion that the Hawks put them away last, last, um, you know, in the playoffs. But uh, let's just go over some of the particulars in the game. Of course, the Hawks were without Trey Young, and still a number of guys uh, still in safety protocols. Now, the good news was the good news was uh, Clint Capella was back. Um, so the starting five resembled somewhat of a normal starting five, you know. In these times, you had Clint Capella in in the middle. You had John Collins and Cam Reddish, and you had Bogey and DeLon Wright uh, in your uh, kind of your backcourt. As far as the numbers for the game, the uh, the Knicks were favored by seven coming in. So um, I always kind of like to see what Vegas says about the game. You know, to I don't know, just kind of get kind of a, a, an idea of you know kind of what they think. You know. All right, so let's get into it, man. Let, let's not waste any time. Let's get into some of these observations from the game. Let me pull up my little notes that I took. And uh, I tell you what, man, it was a tough watch in that second half. But um, a lot of people were like, yo, you're still watching this? <laughs> yes, I'm still watching it. I run a podcast that deals with the Atlanta Hawks. Of course, I'm watching the game. But uh, Knicks, I mean, not the Knicks. The Hawks started out like one of seven they didn't they didn't really get things going early and unfortunately they got down early they got down big early so when i turned to the game i was a little late turning into the game so i i, I missed uh tip off i missed uh you know kind of like the first 5 minutes of the game by the time i turned on to the game the hawks were down 23 to 13 and I'm like, yo, like like I just got here. Like I we already down by 10. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? My guy Brad was like, yo, man, well, to, to, to put some perspective in it, uh, they were down by 16. So, you know, <laughs> that kind of is what it is, right? But early on in that first quarter, man, it, it was kind of uh, the tone was set for the game. And that tone was the Knicks taking a bunch of threes and the Knicks making a bunch of threes. And the Hawks just couldn't seem to find any uh, offensive continuity. And I thought the defense was... <sighs> it's so hard to talk about the defense because sometimes it's good and sometimes it's bad. But, like, there was no consistent... I thought they were. I, I thought they didn't run the Knicks off that three line at all. Like all the threes the Knicks took to me were like spot up wide open shots. So 
first of all, you got to give credit to the Knicks for ball movement. I thought they moved the ball extremely well uh, when they shot the ball, especially from three. And like all their threes were were, were barely were weren't really contested that well, or they were wide open. And so like all their three, of course they're going to shoot forty percent. They shot. 20 from they took 53s my god that's a lot of threes it took 53s and made 20 of them that's 40 percent right on the dot and so when a team is shooting for 40 percent from three 44 percent from the field it's a hard it's hard to beat them it's hard to beat them especially when uh you got kind of a makeshift squad and you guys you know the knicks for, for all intents and purposes were kind of full strength you know they started a five of kimba Evan Fournier, R.J. Barrett, Julius Randle, Mitchell Robinson. Like, who was out? <laughs> like, who was out? You know what I mean? Um, I know they're without uh, Derrick Rose, but that's that's a very formidable five. But in that first quarter, I thought they kind of dug themselves in a hole. Um, I thought they started to dig themselves out of it, to be, re- to be honest with you, because when the first quarter was over, you're only down by nine, and that is not a tough hill to climb, you know? Um DeLon Wright had himself kind of going in the first quarter. He was three of six with eight points in that first quarter. I was like, okay, D. Wright, you know, starting to get uh, his legs under him. And let me let me just let me just pause, right? Let me just pause a moment to to talk about DeLon Wright. DeLon Wright has gotten a lot of people have had a lot to say about D. Wright, man. And I'm gonna tell you this: I think a lot of it's unwarranted. D. Wright is a combo guard, but to me, I think D. Wright is best when he plays the point, right? I think he's best when he plays the point. This is my perspective. I don't like the backcourt with him and Lou with him playing the two guard. Now, DeLon Wright can shoot, but when he plays the two, I don't think he's aggressive enough. I don't think he he, he plays tim- he plays a little too timid for me. I like him with the ball in his hands, man, to be honest with you. So I, I don't like the backcourt with him and Lou. I thought today he played a decent game, you know, offensively, you know, getting to the cup and, and shooting the ball well. And people, you know, some folks are like, yo, man, how's he doing the league? Yo, man, he's a pro, dog. Like, don't disrespect. You know what I mean? Like, the dude can hoop. You know what I'm saying? He may not have, he, he may not be off to the best start coming off the bench playing the two guard with Lou Williams. I mean, that's kind of a tough, that's kind of a tough road to hoe. But, um, yeah, man, I, I, I'm I'm here for DeLon Wright for now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think you can do worse at the back of point guard. And I think that if he gets the opportunity to play point guard, then he will surprise some people. But I really like what I saw from him in that first quarter. Um, second quarter, I thought the Hawks put up a little bit better fight. I think that maybe, I think the difference between the first quarter and the second quarter was Hawks just made more shots, basically. Uh, first quarter, they shot <laughs> they shot 24%. Second half, the second quarter, they shot 50%. So that's big, right? Unfortunately, you're still not getting the stops that you need. So you still end up losing a you still end up losing a quarter 30 to 31, but uh you've dug into the lead just a little bit and you you're starting to assert yourself offensively. Um Cam had 8 points in that second quarter, but what I really wanted to see is uh, I really want to see more from John. I, I really want to see more from your big dogs this game, right? So, Bogey, Cam, John, I really want to see more from that trio tonight. 
And after this, after the first quarter, I mean, after the first half, I'm like, yo, you go into the half 61 to 51. You're only down by 10, which is basically not much at all, especially in today's NBA. You're down by 10 and what? Collins has seven. Bogey has eight. Like they're not even like your leading scores, you know? So going into the half, I'm like, okay, listen, you're only down by 10. And I'm thinking, okay, you just need to, I want to see more from Cam. I want to see more from JC. I want to see more from Bogey. I kind of wanted that three to kind of step up and say, okay, let's solidify our offense a little bit more. And that didn't happen. <laughs> like it didn't happen. And as a matter of fact, he gave up five points in the third quarter because you got outscored 15 to 20 in the third quarter. Um, I thought the Knicks kind of cooled down just a little bit in that third quarter, but not by much. <laughs> not by much. Right. So if they cool down when they're shooting 40 percent from beyond the stripe and inside the stripe. They're going to cool down, right? So that's how the NBA goes. They're going to cool down. But when they cool down, you can't cool down too, <laughs> right? Because, like, they cooled down. They shot 36% from three, 31% from the field. You did the same thing, though. Like, you can't shoot 30% from the field and 33% from three and expect to get back into the game. And you're not getting stops. And you're not getting stopped. So John Collins started to assert himself a little bit. Like I said, like he had 10 points in the quarter, but nobody else gave you nothing. Like if John gives you 10 in the quarter, you can't have 15 as a team. You just can't have 15 as a team, man. Cam was 0 for 3. Bogey's 0 for 2. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Skylar Mays 0 for 2. Like you, you can't do that, man. I thought they fumbled the bag in the third quarter, to be honest with you. thought they fumbled the bag, man, you know? So the fourth quarter comes along. Now, you know, your, your lead that was only 10 is up to what? At the end of three, they're down 81 to 66. So now it's like now you got a, a whale of, a, of a, a hole to dig yourself out of. And the only way you're going to dig yourself out of it is to get stops and to make some shots. They did neither. Like, they shot the ball better in the fourth quarter. They shot 52%, whatever, you know. They missed a ton of threes, one of seven. That's not going to get you back in the game. And the Knicks had cooled down a little bit, but by then it, it was too late. You know what I'm saying? They only scored 20 points in the fourth, right? But you didn't have enough offense. You didn't have enough defense to get yourself back into the game, and that was pretty much it. You know, by that time, you're down by, like, 20 at, 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 at uh, I think, in the fourth quarter was when you were down by 20, and it was just too much. It was just too much for, for them to overcome. And then it was time to put in Cat Barber and Malcolm Hill and the rest of them G League cats. It was just too much. But um, I thought tonight you just had to really credit. Uh, you had to credit New York because I thought they played really well. I mean, they shut the hell out the ball. They shut the hell out the ball. They moved the ball really well. It wasn't just we're running everything through Julius Randle. And that was what we're going to do that, that that's and that's normally how the Knicks play. And that's normally and that is why they're 15 and 18, because they have a very simplistic offense running everything through Julius Randle. And I don't think that's built for success. Um, 
But I thought today they moved the ball well. I mean, kudos to Kimball Walker, man. There's not enough you can say about that guy. He can't. He didn't shoot the ball well, three or twelve, but had a triple dub. You know, they were trying to get him that triple dub, ten points, ten ten rebounds, and twelve assists. So you know, you got You got to take your hats off to him. Julius Randle poured in twenty five and twelve. Everybody else was just making threes. They had one, two, three, four, five guys in double figures. And uh, Hawks didn't have enough firepower, man. Didn't have enough firepower, and you didn't do enough defensively. So, hey, got to go back to the drawing board. Hawks are now 15 and 17. Knicks go to 15 and 18. Uh, These teams are very close in the standing. So, uh, we're going to take a brief break and... We're going to see what you guys had to say about today's game after this. So you listen to the Hawksbeat Podcast. It's your man, E-Dub. We will be right back. All right, folks. Let's hear what you guys had to say. So after each game, I asked uh, what were your thoughts, what were your takeaways from the game. And to be honest with you, we didn't get a lot of feedback tonight. We didn't get a lot of feedback tonight. And that's typically what happens sometimes with a loss. A lot of folks turned away from the game. A lot of folks weren't watching that game, especially when they got down by 20 or so. And not to say we don't blame you, but listen, we're going to read. <clears throat> we're going to read some of the folks that that uh, <laughs> that that showed up tonight. Um, two of the questions I always ask, you know, what are your takeaways from the game and who was your MVP for the game? Uh, my guy Joshua Fletcher said, Vince Carter, <laughs> he said, for real though, really has turned into a great broadcaster. And I'll tell you this, man, uh, I, I agree. Like, Vince sounded good tonight. Vince, he's, he's been at this craft for a while. You can tell he's, he's, he does his homework and he, he gives good perspective. Um, I like Vince, man. Like, he's, he's, he's on the come up, man. <clears throat> Definitely on the come up. So, shout out to Vince. My guy ATL Ramasaki said, I just miss Trey, Dre, and Big O. Yeah, it definitely, definitely would have been a different game if uh, those three guys were playing. Uh, my guy Jackson, Jackson from the Hawks Talks podcast. Y'all make sure y'all go check them out. That's Hawks Talk, H-O-X, Hawks Talk podcast. They do a great job over there. Um, he, said, <laughs> he said the off button on the TV remote. That that was his player of the game, so he was done. I don't know. If I, I'm guessing he was probably done so around the third quarter. I'm guessing that's when he was done. Uh, OG, uh, let's see, OG Dumb Cold on Twitter said DeLon Wright was his player of the game. And um, DJ Yogi said, look, he said, I need to see a little bit more energy on defense. They're getting killed on the pick and roll and drive and kick. Yeah. Um, Donnell Suggs said, I need to see more John Collins, less second shots for the Knicks and, um, ATL Hawks nation said this. He said they need to settle down, need DeLon to get back more aggressive. They're all over bogey. So we need DeLon and Cam to get some shots going, uh, so they can be easier for bogey to make shots. So they tweeted me that like, I think sometime around the third quarter. But, uh, yeah, I, I thought that uh, DeLon, I, I thought that he started out aggressive, but I think as the game went on, he lost some of that aggression. And I think that's a skill, to be honest, guys. Like, I think that's a skill to to find when to be aggressive, when not to be aggressive. And I always call that understanding game flow. 
Um, I thought guys who were elite uh, about understanding game flow, Michael Jordan, LeBron James, and Kobe Bryant. Those are guys who come third quarter, come fourth quarter, it was go time. Like, it didn't matter if they were seven for 36, right? Come fourth quarter, it was go time. They knew the moment. They knew the big moments, when to take the shots, when to pass it. Um, Nobody understood game flow like that. And, you know, obviously without your guy, Trey, you miss a lot of that. You're missing a lot of getting guys into the offense, getting your offense set up. And it's, <laughs> I don't have to tell you how big, you know, Trey Young, missing Trey Young is. But listen, it's big. If you need me to say it, it's big. <laughs> so um, that's some fan feedback for the game. As far as my takeaways is this. I mean, I thought they played a decent game. I think that you can play a decent game and still lose in the NBA because it's hard to win in the NBA. It's hard. Like These guys are pros. These guys get paid, too. I think that you have to credit New York. I think they played a really good game today. Ball movement, knocking down threes. They were at home. They had the crowd into it. And... um Look, man, it took advantage of the opportunity. So you can't you can't hate on them for that. You cannot hate on them for that. So let's take a look at the Hawks schedule upcoming and see what is on deck for the Hawks. So um, up next, you have a home game back at home. You got a, a well, not really a back to back, but you're going to play the Bulls twice. You're going to play the Bulls on Monday, and you're going to play the Bulls on Wednesday. So the Monday game will be at home at State Farm Arena. The game in uh, the next game will be in Chicago on Wednesday. So have a couple of days off. Well, not well, not even not even. I'm sorry, I'm reading this wrong. I'm looking at the schedule wrong. Friday, you play the Bull. I mean, you play the Cavaliers on New Year's Eve. A very good Cavaliers team. So. Hopefully, you can get off the schneid, and hopefully Trey will be back um, to go against those uh, those Bulls teams and the Cavs team, and they can start to get some of these guys back, and I think that's very important for them. So, you got Chicago twice and Cleveland uh, on Friday night, and um, yeah, man, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Let's take a brief look at the standings as of today. Um, I'm recording this at 8 p.m., so there's still some games going on. The Hawks are 15 and 17, so uh, that is currently 11th in the East. So if the playoffs started today, they would not be in. They wouldn't even make the play-in. So uh, that's pretty much what this Hawks team is right now. Um, Your hope is that, uh, again, that Trey and them guys come back and uh, you're able to make a second-half push. So as of now, you are a uh, below-average basketball team because I believe you are what your record says, man. You are what your record says. So, ladies and gentlemen, again, thank you for checking us out. We want to wish you a Merry, Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Um, Thank you for checking us out as far as throughout the whole year, man. We just appreciate the support. Uh, Shout out to the Minute Media Podcast Network. Uh, Much love to them. And listen, like we always say, man, God is good all the time and all the time. God is good. So if you don't know him, 
you need to get to know him, find him, and show him some love because that is all he is showing you. L-O-V-E love. We out. Peace. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.